Welcome to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast, where every week, Kirsten and Jeannie dive into the essential topics to fuel your business growth, from copywriting to course creation, mindset to video marketing, they've got you covered. Tune in for expert guest interviews on all things marketing and business, and learn how to work on your business, not just in it. So, get ready to unlock your business potential and take it to the next level. And we're going to talk about how the backbone of any successful business is using a project management software and a CRM. So if you're not sure what those are, or if you are using them, but you want more helpful tips on how to use them better, you are going to enjoy our guest today. Today, we are thrilled to welcome Melissa Rich, who is the founder of Virtually Done Systems. Her business is dedicated to all things systems and workflows for creative small businesses. She specializes in helping overwhelmed small business owners get their lives back by implementing strategized systems, workflows, and automations to take care of the day-to-day tasks that stress them out so they can fall back in love with their businesses and spend less time behind their laptop and more time having fun. So welcome, Melissa. We are excited to have you, one of Kirsten's favorite topics and obviously yours as well. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. We're going to start off with the first question because I think that a lot of business owners are probably more like me. They're not great at creating structure. They are, they're not great at systems. You know, we appreciate them and value them if someone else does them and we can follow them. But generally, it's not how our minds work. So how did you get into kind of being a systems consultant or a systems strategist? Like how... What led you to this point? Because I think it's just, it's so interesting to me. It's kind of a curvy path. that wasn't a straight line, if you will. So a long, long time ago, probably what, like 15 years ago now, one of my very first jobs out of college was on a health, on a process management team for a healthcare IT company. I went to school for communication, so that's not where I expected to find myself. But I wound up on this process management team. And part of my job was to improve the corporation systems and come up with new processes and workflows to make us more efficient and everything like that. It's where this job is where I first fell in love with the post it note and learned the magic of a sticky note and a sharpie well and how that, that can help with mapping systems out after about four years in that job I left it to become a full-time wedding photographer and I say full-time wedding photographer I never identified with it I always loved running the business and doing the systems and the workflows and the client communication more than the actual systems right or than the actual photographing right scandalous in the creative community, if you will. And so eventually I found myself specializing in systems for creatives because of my experience with photography and in the wedding industry, but also going back to my love of systems and workflows in the first place. So the first love never really left me. That's more of how I've always been able to identify. And it's so interesting because that is the number one thing that business owners struggle with, whether they're creatives or not, putting together the systems, the processes, the workflows, it's just so challenging. So having someone like you, who your brain works like that, which is like Jeannie, Jeannie's created all of our workflows and systems and processes. Having someone who has a brain like that is amazing to help a business owner, one, feel like they're not running around like a chicken with their head cut off, because that's generally how most of us feel, right? And the second part is to realize that you can't really grow a business until you start implementing structure. So to have someone who loves it makes it more fun, right? You, I'm sure your clients are thrilled to work with someone who loves something that they don't necessarily love or understand. Yes, absolutely. I actually just finished a workflow mapping meeting about half an hour ago with a client. And she was so stressed out when we started, but she was like, that's it? 
that's all you're going to do the rest of it <gasps> things are going to be so much better my life's going to be so much easier this is going to be great it's just that side that sense of relief that she's going to be able to run her business the way she wants to without constantly having to run her business if you know what I mean is yeah. just she's so excited I'm so excited for her that's so awesome. Yeah, because you really can't delegate work until you have a process for it, right? You can't, it's almost impossible, which is one of the things we do for our clients is we provide all of the SOPs to manage a marketing virtual assistant. But yeah, it's so funny for us because and I think you and I spoke about this before, you know, we're helping our clients with their video marketing strategy, their content strategy, and we're placing a, you know, a trained marketing virtual assistant with them. You know, we never really talk about the back end, which is the SOPs because nobody wants them. Nobody understands what they are, right? They, they don't necessarily- They're not sexy. They're <laughs> not sexy. SOPs are not sexy, but it has blown my mind. I think Jeannie, probably you even more so, is how many business owners come back to us and they say, oh my gosh, like I, I heard SOPs, I knew I needed them, but I didn't know how to start. And now that I've learned yours for marketing, I've been able to create them in other areas of my business or you know, just seeing how excited they are to understand like, you know, once you've worked with that structure, what it can do for you and your business. But until oh you've gosh. had an opportunity to do that, you really don't know. So that really blew my mind. You're so right. And SOPs, they are a lifesaver. They're like a backbone. You know what I mean? You create them for your business and hopefully for your team as you grow your team, thinking, oh, this is fine. This is great. I'm never going to use this. But when life gets crazy and you are overwhelmed, you can rely on those SOPs to help guide you. And so you know exactly what needs to be done. So there's no second guessing. There's no questioning. You can pass it off to your team member. There's no second guessing. There's no questioning. They know exactly what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, and nobody's losing any brain power over it because it's just right there for you. And yeah. I told them originally because it made sense to me, you know, like I didn't want to have to go back to something time and time again when you did if you weren't doing it every day you might miss some of the steps so for me it was just i don't want to miss any of the steps and then i realized oh this is a process <laughs> oh my gosh absolutely right my the bane of my existence in my business is bookkeeping right i hate it and even though i have an accountant i still have to have my sop of the tasks that i have to do on a weekly basis because i hate them and i will not remember them because i have that negative association to them you know, you have to have them. So I'm excited. One of the things we're going to talk about today with you is, you know, what is a CRM? And then we're also going to talk about project management software and whether or not you need both of those. So I'd love just to start off. One of the things you help your clients with is to find a CRM and to really get started using that. So I'm excited to hear more about that from your perspective. So a CRM is that client relationship manager. It's how you manage the day-to-day -day actions, interactions with your clients. So think like emails that need to go out, invoices that need to get set, schedulers that need to go out, um, keeping notes about your client projects, uh, contracts, questionnaires, anything that goes, that you send to your client, that's what your CRM is for, right? There are 500 bajillion on the market, right? We, we all know that. And so choosing the right one can be tough. What I really, really encourage people to think about when they're trying to find the CRM that works best for them are a few things. What are the bare bones basics that you need to be able to do in the software, right? If you're constantly scheduling meetings with a client, you need it to include a scheduler or a link to, to like schedule meetings or that kind of thing. If you're sending invoices, it needs to be able to send invoices. You don't want to have five different tools that do five different things when you can combine them all into your CRM. The second thing you need to think about is how you work. And that might sound counterintuitive, right? But if you are a visual person, if you're a creative person, 
you need to make sure your CRM has some sort of visual aspect to it. So when you log in, it's not all lists and numbers and things like that. It needs to be, this is going to sound silly, it needs to be pretty and it needs to like be easy for you to use so that you will want to go in to consistently use it. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people don't understand about a CRM is it's so fantastic because everything that's related to that client is in that client's folder, so to speak. You know, so if you, if they booked an appointment with you, you can see when they booked that appointment. If they, if you send an invoice, you know exactly when it went out, you know, all the things related to the customer are in one place. And like you said, there's a place to type up your notes. So if you've had a conversation with that client, the notes are connected to their contact information. Everything is in their contact information. And it's really funny because one of the, one of the things that we love about our software and most software has it is task being able to set up that task for that next step so that you know when you need to reach back out to them or follow up with them or you know in our case sometimes you know it may be me saying hey Jeannie they want to demo on the software or she may put set up a task for me saying you know follow up they're really interested in talking about a virtual assistant the first of the year so we're able to schedule things for each other or for ourselves so that we don't miss things you don't miss out on opportunities to you know, bring on new clients or to sell them a new product or service or just to follow up and to continue to build the relationship. So I think that is key is just having everything that revolves around that particular client or prospect in one place. Oh my gosh, you're so right. And the beautiful thing is if you have a team, you can give your team access to that too. So they're not constantly asking you questions about well, what about this client? What did you talk about during this meeting? Or how do I get a hold of them? Or what did they use for this or that? Your team can see it right there too. It's not just a me only thing in most cases, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also now it's so great that, you know, it used to be something that only big companies had big corporations because it was very expensive. And I'm so grateful that now, you know, as a small business owner, we have access to really, really robust CRMs and we don't have to pay, you know, thousands of dollars every month. Right. It's amazing. It really, really, truly is. And a lot of small business owners think that, oh, I'm just a small business. I just do this on the side. I don't, I don't really need a CRM. That's for the big guys. No, it's exactly for you. Unless you want to be working around the clock, you've got to have one. Yeah. And, and like her, to Kirsten's point about keeping everything together, you know, sticky notes <laughs> used to be, you know, and then bits of paper and, you know, oh, I talked to this person. Oh, I'm going to write a note for that. Or I talked to that person. And, you know, when you get into the habit, start using your CRM properly and setting it up properly. It's all right there. You don't, it's, so it saves you a ton of time. It's amazing. It's a lifesaver, a lifesaver. You never miss a thing, an opportunity. I know you mentioned that already. You never miss an opportunity. You never miss a thing again, because it's all right there. So picking a really, picking the right CRM for you is so important and invest the time. Like we always tell people invest the time. Like you said, what are the bare bones that you need now? But where do you see your business going and what might be some of the features you'll want in the future? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And don't be afraid, afraid to try the free trials. Most CRMs will offer you a free trial. Hop in there. You know what I mean? Set up a basic workflow. See if it works for you before you buy in. Because when you build something out like a CRM, you don't want it to just work for now. Like you mentioned, you want it to work for your business for the long term. And yeah, you're going to go in and adjust your workflows and tweak things and change as your business grows and changes, but you don't want to have to change software every time that happens. You don't realize as a business owner, when you end up changing software, 
or, or changing project management software. Whatever you change, it takes time away from your business. It takes time away from making money. It takes time away from your client work. It takes time away from doing the things that you love. So I feel like investing time and energy to pick the right thing is so important. It really, really is. And I'm a big fan of also like um, creating an order of operations, right? So most CRMs have a good guide to help you get started, right? Like these are the things you need to create and implement in this order to be successful. Some have them, some don't. I think all should have them. And if yours does not have one, then it's not a bad idea to reach out to support or reach out to the community and be like, what do I need to set up first? Because it is such a big project and you want to be efficient because if you start setting up and things are willy-nilly all over the place and you have to do this oh but I forgot to do this I have to go do this you're going to get frustrated and not want to use it and that defeats the whole point the whole point exactly yeah one of the things we started doing because a lot of our clients end up using the same software we use we have virtual assistants that are trained in it so we can always ask them in the onboarding process do you just want to hire this person to set everything up for you and to guide you through it but we're always creating new trainings on how to use all the amazing features that are in it because it is ever evolving like it's not any crm i think everything out there right now is evolving because of ai and how technology is changing so it's one of those things where you can continue to grow your business with all of these new features and tools but they take a little bit of time to learn Oh, so we absolutely. always try to learn those things and create a simple training on it and, and talk about how you can implement it or how you can use it because just because a tool is there doesn't mean it's right for you to use. You know, right. there's certain tools in the software we don't use and there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But I, I agree. You have to, I said earlier, you want your CRM to be able to handle everything that you need it to, but you are correct. There are times and places where an all-in-one is not as great as it sounds. And so you have to be able to know when that is and what tool you want to use in its place and how to integrate. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. So if you are looking for an all-in-one sales and marketing platform that works as your CRM, it includes your funnels, it includes membership programs, and so much more, then you need to check out From Leads to Sales. So it's F-R-O-M, from leads to sales.com and book a demo today. So next favorite topic is project management software. Yes, let's talk about it, shall we? So project management software is going to be, if your CRM handles everything that's client facing, your project management tool is going to handle everything that's behind the scenes. So think the manual work that you have to actually do for your clients. If you have to go and review their checklist or review their collateral or train this person or put together this onboarding guide, that's not going to be a task that you're going to create in your CRM. You're going to want to create that in your project management tool. Project management tools are also great for managing your team, for team communications, to store SOPs, to store onboarding guides and workflows, content management, content planning, content libraries, marketing plans, so on and so forth. I've got more in mind than I've got. Nah, got just the right amount of stuff in my project management tool. But again, this is one of those tools that a lot of small businesses think they'll see an ad for Monday or for ClickUp and they'll be like, that's way over my head. I don't need that. That's just going to like, it's not for me because I'm just a small business. No, pairing a project management tool with a CRM is how you get your time back. That's how you become most efficient and are able to grow and scale your team. You have to have both. You have to. Yes. Now, do your clients work in different project management softwares or do you really recommend one that you love? They, it depends. Again, this kind of depends on what works for them. If they're super visual people, then I'll guide them towards more of a super visual, super visual 
oriented project management tool, but if they're list makers or they're like, no, I like complex things, then we'll go that route as well too. Um, I tend to recommend ClickUp most just because you can look at it in a visual aspect or a list aspect or this or that. But a lot of my clients also are really digging Notion right now because it's so customizable as well too. And I can get on board with that as well too. I just, I've been in ClickUp for years now and I, I like it. Yeah, it really is. It's so funny because I think over the years we've used Basecamp with Notions for a while. We really haven't messed with ClickUp at all. And I think the reason for that is when we first, I think we were using Asana, but when we decided to actually share our SOPs, our standard operating procedures, like actually give them to our clients so that they could just download them into their software. We couldn't do it in any other software. Trello was the only software at that time that allowed us to very easily let them take all of our workflows, all of our SOPs, and just put them in for them. And so that is what we are still using because of that. But we do have clients who will, you know, if they're using something else, we always tell them that the virtual assistant has been trained in Trello because that's where the SOPs are. And we usually recommend that they just use that with them for a couple of months so that they kind of get used to the workflows and how we have everything set up. And then have the virtual assistant set it up in whatever project management software they want it in. You know, have a conversation about what it will look like to transfer it and have a structure that'll work for them. Because again, I think the only thing that's important about a project management software is that you'll actually use it. I guess right. it's the same CRM too. Whatever you will actually use is the best one. Right. I love a good Trello board. I spent, oh my gosh, that was probably the first product management tool that I used in my businesses. And I spent forever creating all the custom graphics and all the pretty fonts and all of the workflows for a long, long time. I loved it. My super creative visual husband loved it because it's card. It's a card um, layout, right? So you can just drag and drop and move and it worked great. We loved it. Again, you got to use what's going to work for you. If you're going to get overwhelmed by it, go simple or go easy. You have to. Yeah. And we kind of felt that Trello was a nice balance between ClickUp is very robust. And like you said, it can be visually, you know, done in a bunch of different ways. And I kind of felt like Trello was something that was user-friendly and you can make it as robust as you want. There's lots of add-ons and power-ups and things that you can add to it to make it automate different things, but let, we try to start out pretty simple. Yeah. I love Trello for that exact reason. Absolutely. And when it, like I said, when it comes to people who want something visual, that's always my go-to recommendation because it is easy to dip your toes in without feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't even know I'm going to break something if I move it. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's because the way our workflows are is the virtual, the, the client may be recording the video and, and doing their part. And then the card gets moved to the virtual assistant for editing. And then it gets moved on to the, you know, our client again to like review it. So it's very easy to use it as a production, kind of like an assembly line of what's happening. And that's really important when you're doing a large amount of content production, you know? Yeah. It's, it's so what I think has been interesting is for us, I would say probably 75% of our clients, this is their first time they've really used a project management software. So that sound about accurate, Jeannie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Some of them didn't know what it was to begin with. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's totally understandable because, you know, not all that long ago, they didn't really exist. And so, you know, now they've just made it so that we can share information with either other people like we do with our templates or with team members, which we do with our internal team. And, and like Kirsten said, we, we love it because we can always see where projects are in the development phase and 
who's waiting for who, who's next in taking care of this project. So yeah, we love it. I would say only 25% of our clients that have project management software, I think a lot of them are in ClickUp. So I feel like it's either like they're really already in something more, you know, more elaborate or they're really just, you know, learning about it. So yeah. That's totally fair. So what would be your best advice to someone who's just starting out using a project management software? Start simple, right? <laughs> Don't start simple. You've got your, if you've got your client workflow built out in your CRM, go through and figure out the matching work that you need to do on your side, the matching manual tasks that happen opposite of your client workflow, right? Start simple, start there. Start with a super simple list. It doesn't have to be complex. Start with what you have. Again, a lot of people, when it comes to building workflows and systems, think that all these other people talk about it being this big, complex, super complicated workflow or system that's all automated. It doesn't have to be that. It can be as simple as one email template or two tasks in a project management tool. That's good enough as long as you're tracking it and it can be repeatable. Um, workflows grow and change. They should grow and change as your business grows and change. And as they do, and as you become more, more familiar with the tool, add to it then. But don't think that you can't just use it for the few things that you have already. Start simple. Start easy. Start with a checklist. Yes. I a checklist. And I love, and Trello does this and some other softwares do that, that when you have your checklist and you check it off, it actually puts a check mark in there and crosses it out. So satisfying. Right. <laughs> well, and a lot of people that I work with, they are afraid of a project management tool, right? And so I'll encourage them. If you don't want to sign up for a project management tool, that's fine. That's not a requirement, but make a list in your notes app, even on your phone that has the checklist and the steps start there. Then eventually transfer that to an actual project management tool. And once you get the hang of kind of checking things off on your checklist in your app, a project management tool is going to feel so much easier because you're already doing that, those steps consistently. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we've been working on is it's very easy to overdevelop you know, you're right. So Jeannie and I have like our annual goals where we're planning out 2024. We're looking at, you know, what do we want to get done the first quarter, the second, the third, because if you're building a business, you need to think about projects in the sense that you can't do them all tomorrow. Like you have to schedule them out. And sometimes it's like, we'll talk about things and then we'll decide once we start looking at where would it go in the calendar, where would it go in the project management software, we realize that it's not the best use of time or it may not yield the result that we want. And so we decide not to do it. So I think for planning, having a project management software can be a huge tool in helping you decide what can you really get done in your business and what is really going to be the drivers that are going to help you really scale the business, build that work-life balance that you're looking for, you know, so you can have more time and fun and peace in your business. Oh and I know gosh. we tend to have too many boards sometimes. I know we've been trying to like narrow those down and just really clean it up. And I think we're probably, I would say we're about 70% there. How are you feeling about it? Yeah. Yep. I was going to say 80 and I thought, no, nah, 70 is probably right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, we're on the same way. Like, and Jeannie was here and we worked quite a bit on that when she was here in Florida last time. And I think it's one of those things where if you can carve out time to invest in it, like really invest in thinking about how you want things done and realizing that it, like you said, it will evolve and it will change. And then we're always asking ourselves, how can we do this, you know, better or easier? Like, what can we do to make our lives better? What can we do to make us more productive? Because it's not about just having all these fancy systems. It's about having structure that it makes your life, you know, easy. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% easy. I don't want to say stress-free, but like, you want to have systems that 
let you flex your creative power and your creative genius where it needs to be flexed and not on things that you don't need to be spending that time on and that energy on. And that's where having a good project management system tool with the systems and workflows in place is going to be key. So would you say as a small business owner, do you need both a CRM and a project management tool? Yes, 100%. I am a big fan of that. And I encourage anybody to use both just because, like I said, CRMs are great, right? They're fantastic for handling all of your client-facing communication. Most of them can handle tasks as well, too. I know we talked a little bit about that as well, too. But there's so much work that we all do behind the scenes and for our clients and to keep our businesses running and to work on our goals. And your CRM cannot track your progress on your goals or the tasks that you have to do to make your goals come true. And they're not good for content planning or anything like that. Where is that going to live? In your project management tool. That pro My project management tool is the first thing I look at when I sit down in the morning. I check my email. I check my calendar. And then I look at my ClickUp board to see what do I have to do today for who? schedule it out and then I can go with my day. It leaves no room for, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or who's what's due for my business or what's due for this client. Cause it's all right there. You have to have both. Yes, I agree. It, it takes away the overwhelm, right? It takes away all of that wondering or guessing. And I like the way you said about it. It just, it, that's how it defines what your day is going to be. And I think that, you know, if you're new to using a CRM or a project management software, it's not magic the minute you set it up, right? It, it's like a trial and error. So you're, you know, so just, I guess my advice is also don't give up. You know, if you're trying to do something like this, one, you could hire, you know, someone like Melissa to help you do it, um, which would be the fast track to getting it done. <laughs> but if you're setting it up on your own and you're just learning, the trick is they are just tools. They're software, they're tools that you can use. And you have to figure out how to make them work within your mind, how you think. And to realize that it's going to evolve and it's going to change. And it, I think it's always messy and it's always a little frustrating in the beginning. But like you said, when you get to the point where Melissa is, where you can get up every day and just look at your software, know exactly what's going to happen. It just takes away all of that stress. I know we all end up with decision fatigue, right? That's a, that's a real thing because we're making so many decisions. And if you have structure, that eliminates a lot of that decision fatigue. It really, really does. I love, I love, love, love that you just said, don't give up on it right? Because so often small business owners or creatives, they have the best of intentions. We're rolling into January, February, March. I know that the creatives that I work with, this is their slow time, right? So this is the time where they implement CRMs and workflows and systems and processes and project management tools. Then when things get busy, a lot of people tend to just leave those tools behind and just go with what they know in their head. Something's going to get forgotten. Something's going to get left out. You're going to miss something somewhere down the line. If you are consistent and consistently use that project management tool, that's not going to happen. No, everybody will be happy. You will be happy and less stressed out. Your clients are going to be happy. Your team is going to be happy. It's really the consistent use, even when you think you don't need it, that makes a big, big difference. Big, big difference. Yeah, that's when things don't fall through the cracks. And that's the frustrating part is, oh my gosh, I talked to someone four months ago, they said follow up in a month and I totally forgot because that sticky note is now on the floor, you know, whatever it is, you know, but if you've got everything rolling and you've got your CRM set up and your project management tool all speaking nicely to each other, then, then you don't miss those things. It's also a great place to delegate tasks to your team member though, right? If you have a team, 
your clients have VAs, right? If you have a VA, if you have other team members that are on your team, how in the world else are you going to delegate work to them or communicate with them about the project, the status of a project or the work that they've completed? We all get way too many emails, right? And it's not healthy to communicate with your team via text message. Uh, using that project management tool keeps everybody on the same page and there's no second guessing or doubting about did this get done? Did that get done? Did this fall through for that client? It's all right there. There's no, no second guessing, no falling through the cracks. Yeah. Melissa, I think we hear it all the time where people have hired a virtual assistant and it was an epic failure, right? It was more work than it was worth. I had to tell them what to do. And the reason why people often fail when they hire their first or second or third person is because they don't have structure. They haven't created the workflows. They don't have this, the project management software, the CRM in place. So they're trying to take everything that's in their head and kind of dump it onto this person who doesn't have any reference for what's in your head. And so it's a disaster. And I feel like it's so unfair to the virtual assistants who often end up losing the job because you know that doesn't work out. And then they feel like failures when the reality is they were set up for failure because there was no structure, there were no SOPs. So I love that you brought that up. In order to delegate, I think you really do have to have structure set up. You absolutely do. And speaking from my personal experience, I left this out earlier. I worked as a virtual assistant for a few years as well too, right? And so I went into experiences where working as a virtual assistant, I walked into a business that was structured and had SOPs and had a project management tool and had workflows and systems for everything under the sun. I loved it. I loved my client. My client was happy. I was happy. We got so much done. And I walked into another scenario as a virtual assistant. You couldn't find the beginning or end of one thing or another. She was unhappy. I didn't know what work needed to be done. And as good of a mind reader as I am, I couldn't figure it out to save my life. She just didn't have anything documented. And it just, we were both unhappy and the relationship didn't work out because there was no structure. There was no tool in place to help guide us both and make that a successful relationship. So one last question for you. If someone doesn't have a CRM or a project management software yet, which one would you recommend them to start with and why? See, normally my normally my brain goes to CRM, right? Because then you can have everything handled for your clients. But if we're thinking along the lines of starting simple and thinking along the lines of a project management tool is one giant checklist and you're just looking for somewhere to get started, you can build a client workflow in a checklist. Send this email to this person with this due date, right? And so part of me says, if you're just looking to dip your toes in, you go project management tool because then you can attach the email template to the task that you need to do and set the due date. Now, in two days, I might come back and tell you the CRM is the better option because then all your clients are taken care of. I think it might, ah! depend, it might, depend, on the, it might depend on the person and what their needs are, right? So if someone knows that they, you know, they want to have email marketing going out and they need to build a funnel and things like that. Maybe the CRM would come first. And maybe if they're newer to business, they don't have a lot of clients yet, or they don't want to, they're not working on their marketing at this moment. Maybe the project management would come first and they could just start building a guideline of all the things they have to do throughout each day. Yeah, I think you're right there. It depends on what you need to accomplish and what you are struggling with the most. That's one thing I always ask my clients. What are you struggling with the most? What are you spending all of your time on that you don't need to be spending your time on? If it's emailing clients, then you got to go with the CRM option, right? If it's keeping up with the manual tasks, then you got to go project management tool. Because there are people who they need one or the other a little bit more. Some people have the CRM. So Melissa, if people want to talk to you personally and learn more about what you do and that you how you might be able to help them, do you have a place where they can go? 
Yeah, you can find me online at virtuallydonesystems.com. Instagram's the same thing. Facebook is the same thing, but I'm never hardly there. Instagram or email or my website would be the main place to go. Absolutely. And then you have something else for us, for our audience. It's called Eight Ways to Save Time in Your Business. So we will put a link to that in the show notes. So thank you so much for providing that. Oh my gosh, it's a good one. I'm excited for you. Everybody needs to get some time back. <laughs> I love that. That's a good one. I did that. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, Melissa, this has been amazing. And I really think that this is a topic that I think does need clarity and does need this kind of conversation because they are two different things, but used together are very, very powerful. So thank you for educating us on CRMs and project management tools. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Great. Well, we hope to have you back again. We'll talk about something else re related to CRMs and project management. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Melissa. We'll catch you again for sure, okay? Thank you. Have a good week. And you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and you are ready to leverage video marketing on all online platforms, or maybe even start your own video podcast, then you need to check out the Done For You and Done With You program at themarketingvaadvantage.com and take your business to the next level.